With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome, everybody, to another Earning Their Stripes interview. Uh, it, this is Ethan Badowski. Joining me today is Ian Smith. And we have a very, very special guest today that we're really excited to talk to. It is Marlon's second-round pick, Nassim Nunez, a shortstop from Lawrenceville, Georgia. The Marlins signed him. He was committed to Clemson, but he forego, uh, forgave his commitment to the Tigers and decided to sign with the Marlins, and the organization is very happy about that. He's a shortstop, and he just finished up his first season in the GCL as out of rookie ball, and right now he's working in the instructional league with the Marlins. We saw him at the instructional game uh, recently at Marlins Park, and uh, we're just really excited to talk to him today. A guy that plays with a ton of swag and a guy I really love to watch play, and that's the first thing I want to ask you about, Nassim, is what makes you bring that confidence and that swagger to the ballpark every day? Where do you get that from, would you say? Well, I believe my mom gave me my... My mom always provided me with my swag. She she kind of told me, be the best person you are and have fun on the field and just believe that nobody's better than you. Uh, a second round pick, what was that feeling like when you got that call so early on draft night? That feeling was insane, especially just having all my family and friends in the room with me. It was just something that I would I would love to cherish again. But, you know, there's bigger things and better times to come. That's awesome. Well, Nassim, I've noticed you've started to have a connection already with Osiris and Victor Juju so far since you've been in the system. How's it been getting to know those guys and building a connection with them? Oh, you know, it's been it's been real cool. Um, I've I've known Osiris for a, a good while. I've known Osiris for a good while, and just meeting Victor Jr. was it was a blessing because Osiris introduced me to him, and it was just, it was amazing. Does it make you more inclined to go out and perform every day when you're playing with your boys like that? Because, I mean, we saw you and Victor Jr. were like a bromance almost. I mean, you guys were on Instagram Live all the time together and stuff. So I just wanted to know, does it does it make you more inclined to go out and just play up to the best of your abilities when you're playing with your boys like that? Um, I, believe, I believe that I go out and play every game for each one of my teammates. But having the fact that Osiris and Victor are just on my side and behind my back and is amazing. 
Well to, get, well, to get to the baseball diamond a little bit here, you finished the year with 28 stolen bases in just 48 games, and you only, only were caught twice. Uh, one off the organization's lead, and by far the best percentage. Do you think your work on the bases this year was probably your strongest start to your pro career? Most definitely. Most definitely. Playing, playing and just practicing every day, trying to better my game is something that I take pride in. And base running and defense is something that I really work extra hard on. I believe that the hitting will come once size and development and everything else in that aspect. So most definitely base running and defense was most definitely up there. Nassim, I think you caught a lot of us by surprise a little bit, and this is not a knock on you or anything, but the way you came out swinging the bat right out of the gates in the GCL was very impressive. And, and you know, it got a little tough towards the end there, but what do you think the toughest adjustment was when you got into pro ball that you saw right away that kind of showed in, in, in the tailing off of your performance a little bit? Not to knock you, but I'm just saying, you know, you know what was the biggest adjustment that you found? Uh, the biggest adjustment for me was most definitely battling with fatigue and having to understand who I am as a person when I'm tired because throughout high school and summer ball, I was never really tired. So just finding finding out tricks and little ways that I might have to cheat on days that I'm not feeling 100%. So most definitely that's something I'm working on now. Do you think your arm is the, the, the biggest part of your game in terms of your defense, or do you think it comes um, from your range and other aspects of your defense? I believe it comes from range and just having a sense of knowledge where I'm at on the field, kind of, and just the arms, all, it's good to be there, but I don't I don't want to rely on it because that makes me lazy with my feet and getting to ball sometimes. But most definitely, I say my hands. And my feet. You really flashed that range in one specific play, and we were talking about it before we got started here. But uh, I'll, I'll run us through that play that we saw on video, where you just ranged all the way back behind the base in second base. Second base, you basically threw a guy out from center field. Take us through that, and what goes your, through your mind when you're making a play like that, where you're really just like, "Wow, I just did something special." <laughs> when I'm in plays like that, it's like MLB the Show, where it's slow mo, where everything <laughs> just happens, and you just you just make it. That's that's something that can't be taught, and I believe that's reaction and reflex, and everybody has a different, um, I don't what's the word for it? about, it's about people, people do it differently, and some people make the play mm-hmm. a different way, but I believe it's there for everybody, but some people just have more of an ability to get to mm-hmm. that, that type of play, you know? Well, well, jumping back off the field here a little bit is your interactions with the fans and in person and in social media alike have been inspiring for a player with such a young age. You seem to go out of your way to make someone's day. I saw you give a bat to a young fan during the GCL, and I don't think I've ever seen a kid light up so much. How important <laughs> is your fan connection to you? I believe that that's going to be something very important because at the end of the day, you got to remember where you came from. And just a couple months ago, I could have been that kid wanting a bat or even a couple of years ago, you know, and it's just making somebody's day can motivate them to do so much, so many things that you they might not even have an idea they could accomplish. So I always try to be the best, bring smiles to people's faces and provide smiles to people. So you never know what people go through. So don't make it harder, make it better. Speaking of speaking of where you came from, Nassim, you're so young and you're you're reaching the big, you know, the big stage already here. You're in pro ball at just, you know, nineteen years old. So I want to ask you, what's the most important thing about where you came from that helped you got to where you are now, would you say? Um, my support system, most definitely having 
so many close friends, family friends, and even family that are just there for me and fight for me no matter what decision I make, what what occurs. They're they're just always on my side, and I couldn't ask for anything better. And I believe that helping me become the man I'm becoming and help me become the person that I am right now. Man, that's what we love to hear, brother. Well, now I just got one last question for you, man. Miami seems to be building an organization the right way for the first time in a long time. And it potentially seems like it could be special for future stars like yourself. What are your thoughts on how Miami has built this system from nothing to pretty much loaded in just 18 months? Well, you know, we got, we got the, we got Jeter. Um, Jeter's he, he's obviously a great player and now we're seeing what he can do as the CEO and as well as Gary Dembo and the rest of the head office. Well, I believe that we're going to have one of the best teams in baseball. I truly believe that with all my heart and, I just hope that becomes reality. Two two follow-ups before we get you out of here in a scene that I want to touch off of based off Ian's last question. So you mentioned Jeter. Being a shortstop, what's it like playing for Derek Jeter's organization? It's amazing. Like what, Growing up with my grandfather, we used to watch the Yankees all the time, and it was just amazing to know that Jeter was on, that, on the TV screen, and I was watching him in awe about the plays and how well he carried himself as a man and as an athlete on and off the field. And that's just something that I look forward to picking his brain about. Ian mentioned the rebuild that the Marlins are going through here. And being the second pick, you know, the second round pick of this draft this year, it comes with a lot of expectations and, you know, a lot of hope for where you're going to play in in down the road in the future of this team. So I want to know what, how do you handle that pressure? And does that, is that something that fuels you on a daily basis that really gets you going towards, hey, I'm going to be, you know, the next big piece in this thing? Well, I'm going to definitely say it would fuel me to a good amount, but I feel that they drafted me for a reason, and everybody develops at different paces and different speeds, so I'd say just trust the process, have fun, play the game, and whatever happens, happens, but always play your best and give it 110 percent I don't think the fans are any? anything different, man. That's Yeah, no. Exactly. We're going to be patient with you, Nassim. We're really, really excited about having you in the organization, man. And and uh, we can't wait to continue watching you develop. It was a great first season. Uh, you know, keep working hard in Shrucks and have a great year next year. And, and we're going to keep following you all along the way. And hopefully we'll speak soon, man. Hopefully we'll speak sometime next year on the podcast. We'd love to have you back. And we really appreciate you coming on today and, and speaking with us. And like I said, just go out there, keep grinding, bro. We know you got it. And uh, we'll be rooting for you the whole way, boss. Of course. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate it, Nye. Thanks for taking the time, man. All right. Y'all be easy.